This is Matt Ward of the Weigh In Boxing Podcast. I'm here with boxing writer Luis Cortez. Luis, this Saturday we have a big fight coming up between Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao and Jeff Horn in Australia. What are your thoughts on this bout? Well, um, say it's a big fight. I, I look at this more as if it's a, a big event, especially for Australia. Um, I mean, they're packing 50,000 fans into a stadium to see um, a living legend in Manny Pacquiao defend his welterweight title against a guy who's only 16-0 and with 11 knockouts, and all of those fighters are from um, Australia. So while he's the number one contender for the WBO, I look at this more as if it's an event than an actual super fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Arum has been on, on record in the past as saying that he wants, as Manny Pacquiao's career comes to a close and, and being in its final stage, he wants to take Pacquiao around the world, much like he did with Muhammad Ali at the later point in his career, and showcase him in, in, in pretty much showcase fights. Um, yeah. You know, uh, in different countries and, and draw crowds, and I pretty much look at it as one last tour for a big money grab for both Pacquiao and, and Top Rank before they move on, really. But um, mm-hmm. who knows? There's always that a fighter could get old in overnight. But even though he's not throwing fastballs and hasn't knocked anybody out since Cotto uh, in 2009, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's still Manny Pacquiao. So, what are the the odds? that a guy who's only 16-0 and 0 with limited uh, ability in terms of uh, on a world stage and, and an elite level, what are really those chances against uh, an all-time great? Very well said. Another event or what some people in the boxing community would call a circus sideshow right. is coming up on August 26th between oh, yeah. Conor McGregor oh, yeah. and an Floyd event. Mayweather. It's absolutely an event. <laughs> uh, I look at this much in the, uh, it's less legitimate in my point of view than <laughs> Pacquiao Horn is, because Horn is actual an actual professional prize fighter, Yeah, and climb the rankings whether you think they're legitimate or not with the WBO, and has earned his shot, he's, he's getting his payday, but uh, when you have a, a super, a supposed quote-unquote super fight with a guy who's literally in his very first prize fight, I don't care if he was fighting and a striker in (laughs) UFC. It's apples and oranges. It's two different sports. Um, And to go against the best of his generation, who's a defensive marvel, I mean, if Pacquiao barely could touch him, Cotto had trouble touching him, what are the odds that Conor McGregor, who has never laced up a pair of boxing gloves in a prize fight, really have against Mayweather? Um, Really. So it's just an event much in the way uh, a showcase really for Mayweather to do a money grab and that's pretty much what it is both of these guys Mayweather and Pacquiao are at that twilight of their career Uh, Mayweather is coming out of retirement to do a hundred million dollar payday and that's fine but um, this is what it is if you're going to buy the pay-per-view that's on you but don't expect something other than what you're going to get which is you know probably a, a, a sideshow to be honest with you um, I just as a boxing nut um, and boxing freak hope that he knocks McGregor out so we don't have to hear UFC uh, fans make excuses and say well he went the distance he wasn't a power puncher all he did was move he's boring blah 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 
So, um, but aside from that, I'm really not interested, to be honest with you. I think unless they stack the undercard, there's talks with Tevin Farmer, yeah, uh, super featherweight from. Um, Philadelphia being on the undercard, he's chasing Gervonta Davis, who's a Mayweather fighter. I don't know if they're going to make that together or a Farmer trying to get a, a mandatory shot. But unless they stack this card completely, I'll probably be straightening it, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, you know, those are my thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about McGregor. He's doing the same thing. Um, he's controlled by UFC, and I compare Dana White to Vince McMahon. So those are my thoughts on that. Man. That's a good comparison. Do you um do you see Floyd continuing to box if he beats McGregor? If the price is right, man. Yeah. Yeah, but who's gonna draw? I mean, they're doing this because of the fans overseas. Um, they're doing it because there's an interest from the Maniac uh, MMA fight fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Maniac in a good way. Um, but you know, I, I, if the price is right, but who else is out there who's a draw? Really, unless he's gonna fight a winner of uh, of the Triple G Canelo fight that we could, we're gonna talk about in a little bit, but um, yeah. you know, I don't see you know risk versus reward. That's what Mayweather's been all about since he left top rank. Um, you know, and he's learned that from from the best. You mm-hmm. know? So he's he's a businessman. Let's move on to a uh, more competitive boxing match that's coming up on July 29th between Mikey Garcia and Adrian Broner. Right. Who do you like? Who do you like in this contest? I like Mikey Garcia. I think um, in boxing, just like if any other sport, and just like uh, even music. I was recently with a musician a lead singer of a rock band that's in Rolling Stones. They're on their way up from Philadelphia called uh, No Cut Connie. And during our conversation, he mentioned to me how all the legendary uh, performers stay in shape and they're active. And even if they're not in big concerts or big tours, they stay active. Um, They play side shows or or local shows in local venues just to stay fine-tuned. Um, that's something Adrian Broner hasn't done. Granted, on the flip side, Mikey Garcia, you can say, make the same case because he was caught up in litigation after breaking away from top rank and moving on. But um, at the end of the day, Mikey Garcia, although he was inactive inside of the ring, there were reports and credible reports from sources that he was inside the gym and he was working out. And even though Broner was still technically active, and having fights, what he was doing in the dark came to light because he had subpar performances. Mm-hmm. So, and there's reports of him with strip. I mean, whatever it is, I don't. We don't. I don't like to go into the TMZ side of, of the sport. Yeah, I leave that for other people. But um, you know, it's been noted that he's troublesome outside of the ring and outside of the gym. And like I said, it's a favorite saying of mine. Um, uh, and that's what you do in the dark comes to light, and there's, that's not more true than in the sport of boxing. And yeah. I believe that Garcia understands he's on the cusp of superstardom and big fights, what he's always wanted. That's why he had you know litigation issues, um, but now he's he's ready to jump. And whereas Mayweather uh, Pacquiao Horn is a showcase, Mayweather McGregor is an entertainment sideshow. You have a, an actual, in the new generation now of fighters, a big, big fight. And, and I wouldn't call it a super fight, but it's it's almost getting there in, in Broner and Garcia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Do you see some of these summer spectacles as being potential overshadowing or potential distractions from another big fight that we have coming up on September 16th between Triple G and Canelo Alvarez? Um, not really, no, because um, Pacquiao Horn is free on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Top Rank has learned some of the lessons that PBC has made um, and mistakes that they have made and learned those lessons, and they're moving forward with this ESPN-ABC deal. I don't know too much of the details, but um, along with the fact that uh, Garcia and... and um, Roner's on Showtime, while McGregor and Mayweather's a pay-per-view. I yeah. think that pay-per-view is going to be driven, like I mentioned earlier, by the the fans overseas just as much as the UFC interest, and not so much geared by the hardcore fight fans, because we both know, and folks who are listening to this know, what hardcore fight fans' thoughts are on that fight. Absolutely. And, and that contest. So, in my point of view... Folks are going to be, like I said, streaming it, unless it's a superstar Don King version of when he had Trinidad and and uh, the, the Ruelas brothers underneath the Camacho fights where the whole card was stacked, and that's hard to do nowadays because of paydays. So I don't see that happening. You know, there's not going to be a Danny Garcia and Adrian Broner underneath these fights, mm-hmm. or even a Javante Davis, maybe, maybe not. But, um, you know, unless they load it up, I don't see boxing interest being really there as much um, to drive the pay-per-view, whereas uh, Canelo Alvarez and Triple G, that's the hardcore fight fan super fight, whereas Garcia and Broner is is a great fight. This one is uh, Triple G Canelo is the super fight of the year. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, um, definitely. Fight fans are going to... I stream... but I won't stream that because I'll put the money down for HD version and whether I get a bunch of guys together and you watch it or a bunch of fight fans, you're going to watch that fight on HBO pay-per-view and it sells itself. And you know that if you're, if you're a true, true fight fan. So I think, um, you know, Golden Boy, De La Hoya, they're all in a good position where they're going to get over a million pay-per-view buys and that's going to be from from actual fight fans. Yeah, we have to support good boxing when we can. Definitely. Luis, uh, last but certainly not least, please tell my listeners where they can read some of your boxing articles. Last but first and foremost, um, (laughs) I write for Undisputed Champions Network. Steve Kim um, is the head writer there. There's some other good writers as well. Michael Baca. um, Cody Duran is an awesome editor. He also edits for Ring TV. Um... For those of you who don't know, Steve Kim used to run um, and be the head writer for MaxBoxing.com. I jumped ship with him when he left, and he went over to UCN, and he gave me a green light there. So you can find my a lot of my work there. Um, I also contribute as well to TheSweetScience.com. And a big, big shout-out to Thomas House, Mr. Thomas Hauser and the folks over there, as well as Ernie Lang, the editor. So, um, oh, and Mark Abrams, who was just floating around here. I don't know where he went, but I'm going to start contributing to 15rounds.com as well. So, Very cool. Thank you very much for talking with me this All right. evening. All right, brother.